I'd watch it right back. We still have a week together. I guess that means I won't get to see you go through puberty. Well, we're back here on the Skimbo Lounge. This is an all-business episode today, all right? We're just going to start right out of the gate. Uh, uh, listeners, take a knee. Everybody take a knee for Everyone a Everyone gather around. Got, um, uh, Rory and I want to talk to you for a minute. Yeah, hey, guys. Hey. So here's the thing. Last week, we put out an episode where we asked you guys to give us topics for our experimental pot-a-day five-episode week that we're doing coming up here. Yeah. These nice little installments, uh, we were thinking, I wonder what the people would like to hear about, you know? Now, here's the thing, Rory. Like, hey, hey, Alex, uh, I've, I've never heard anything. I, I've heard the name Charlemagne, but, you know, I know he's a rapper. Do, what, what is that actually, like, what, what did the guy do in the past? He's not the god, is he? Yeah. Could you guys, like, dive into that for ten minutes? Wouldn't that have been an interesting topic? Well, anything would have been an interesting topic, except here's the problem, gang. You guys fumbled the ball... <laughs> At the fucking 50-yard line, man. Nobody said anything. Well, to his credit, good friend of the pod, Andy, uh, gave us a topic. But the thing we didn't tell everybody on the out front, or maybe we did. Maybe we even talked about this on the last episode. I don't remember. uh, Where we knew if we didn't get at least five different topics, that we were just going to nail you with a week of Steven Seagal. Um, Well, what do you guys think happened? What do you guys think happened when one person was good enough to write in and be open up to the process, and the rest of you left us twisting in the goddamn wind. No, you're Andy, getting a whole week of Seagal. Andy gets to be mad at the rest of you because we're not going to talk about his topic now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andy. Sorry, man. You know that's what you get for being a good citizen. That's yeah. like in the like uh, befitting since we're going to talk about Steven Seagal. This would happen in a Steven Seagal movie where you've got this whole group of people, and it's like I want you guys to come forward and tell me. You know, who fucking rigged the explosive device? Who killed the general? Who blah, blah, blah. Which one uh-huh. of you has the passcode for the nukes? And you. if you don't, I'm going to start killing one person at a time. You think our audience is the kind of person, I've got him. It's right they, over here. Yeah, they let, Andy, <laughs> they let Andy die. No. <laughs> they sold Andy out. He stood up and went, I'm Spartacus. And they all went, yeah, he's Spartacus, all right. <laughs> yeah, shoot him. <laughs> blap, blap, blap. Poor Andy. He's like, we don't want to kill the rest of these people now? And then they did. What a sad movie for all of you. <laughs> well, this is what you get. Andy died for your sins, and it's not going to amount to fucking a hill of shit. Because it's the week of Seagal. Yeah, now it's the week of Seagal. So we're going to talk about some various Steven Seagal-related things. So uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday will all be about, I believe we're going with 10 minutes. When the 10 minutes is up, we're just pff, cutting the episode. It's over. It's done. Um. Yeah, I wanted to ask you a question before we like really started in earnest about this. No. Where did this fucking idea even come from? How did I, we arrive at, you know what's a good idea? A week of 10-minute podcast just installments. Just like fun little chunks. You know, just these little things. Fun little chunks. Fun little chunks. That's fun little chunks of pod. A great name for this episode. <laughs> it's depressing as shit. Fun little chunks. Fun little chunks. Parts one through five. <laughs> We're going to live with that. Because that's an important question. Is this the Skimbo Lounge episode 87? Or is this Fun Little Chunks, which is a little side project? <laughs> the worst fucking thing ever. Don't you start. Can we please? The know. week of Seagal. Fun Little Chunks. <laughs> oh, it's really, it is terrible. I've got fun chunks in my tummy right now because I'm so excited. Keep them in there. Uh, well, I guess they're all, I mean, is it episode 87? 
Yeah. So it'll be episode 87's part one, part one through five. Okay. Or A through E. I'm really loving little fun chunks here, man. Like fun little chunks. Fun little chunk part A. I got to work that in somewhere. Fun chunk part two. And then like we switch to Roman numerals. (laughs) Actually, yeah. The best thing to do would be to have zero uniformity to it. Maybe. That might be fitting for the show. Yeah. But it'd be fitting for the fucking pig people who listen to this show. <laughs> you're just saying you're still on it. You're very upset. This is going to also, let it be known, this is not just the week of Seagal. This is the week of audience abuse. No, you guys abuse fucked up. <laughs> he's, he's not happy over here, guys. I got to tell you. Uh, I'm, I'm going to fucking he's, ride he's your asses hard. It's like good cop, bad cop. It's like, hey, but I'm a good cop. Uh, you know, next time, maybe just send the email, huh? <laughs> just shoot us a little thing. Why don't you guys do 10 minutes on how stupid you are? We would have done it. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Absolutely. We, we would have done it. So that's something to think about. We would have done a video podcast, and I would have drawn with Sharpie all over my body and be like, and these are the parts that give me nightmares, and these are the ones that make it so that I can't go eat in public without a towel over my head. What do you think, Rory? And then he just throws darts at me. Yeah, that was a fun Ortolan reference in there I caught. It's got everything. Body dysmorphia, forbidden foods. Yeah. Mutilation. Hide your shame from God. How did we literally come up with a better suggestion sitting here than anyone that listens to this show? Well, look at us. We're creatives. We've had 87 episodes of (laughs) podcasting under our belt. (laughs) We've honed our craft. And you know what our audience has honed? Their crap. Maybe. And I bet all of them aren't even potty trained. Hold on, a little good cop. It's okay there, buddy. I'm specifically looking at Jeff. Oh, 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 taking swings. Taking swings. Even I made a, uh, a suggestion for your, your guys' podcast. And you're like, well, there's an album suggestion. I made a great suggestion. You guys will never do it. But hey, I made one. Why do you think I took a swing at Jeff first? Yeah, it's fair. Because I'm, I'm, I'm not doing this split pod loyalty shit. I'm two separate people. I'm like Two-Face. The guy who's on out on that line is not on the Skimbo Lounge. <laughs> I'm at war with myself at all times. But mostly the audience because you guys fucked us. Yeah. If you weren't so sexy, we'd stop doing the show. That's true. So I guess we should probably just uh, jump in. Well, let's jump in. Yeah. Is that enough abuse? I was waiting to see when you were going to like, you know. Now here's part. Hey, it's okay, guys. You still listening? It's all right. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) There, there. There, there. This is, uh, there's there's a new daddy in town. Somebody's a disciplined daddy. Somebody was tearing up out there, though, maybe. All right, so I've got my little timer going. So since this is the first episode, we had a little explanation or a little abuse. What what, what, uh, Steven Seagal-related topic are we talking about for the first 10 minutes here? Well, I'm open to suggestions. You want to dive in? Well, we could could do chronologically because we have two movies to talk about. Yep. And other than that, I'm not going to say what our other three topics are. (laughs) Um... So there'll be just great surprises. Steven Seagal related, obviously. Um, he's just got, first of all, I mean, full disclosure, this is how little effort is going into it because, I mean, you guys get what you give. <laughs> but I am working off of his Wikipedia, or as cool kids call it, Wikipedia page, because it is it is as bloated as he is. It is Ooh, just full of information about the man, the myth, the legend. It's everything. It's going to send us down every little Seagal hole we ever wanted. You guys are about to go down a Seagal hole this week. All right. Does that sound exciting? So where do we want to start? Do we want to start? Uh, did you want to start with uh, Under Siege? Yeah. Or think, where were you hoping to start? I think Under Siege is probably a good place to start. That was the one we've watched most recently. And it's also the best thing he ever did. (laughs) Yeah. Setting a low bar to clear. 
All right. Yeah. Uh, do you start the timer? All right. You ready? Not at all. This is going to be great. All right. Ten minutes. Here we go. Ten minutes on the clock to talk about Under Siege. Under Siege. And I'm spending the first couple seconds vamping. Oh, is that what you that? Oh, I was like, all right, okay, go ahead. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing we also probably should have talked about before we hit the timer, but that's it's okay. It's a learning experience. It's too late now. We're already 20 seconds in. We've wasted it. Yeah. And I also just forgot the question as I opened my mouth to I ask know, it. I know. We're off to a rocky start here. Oh, shit. Under Siege. Under Siege. What was your question? We just watched it. Honestly, I again, I think it's his best. Oh, film. oh, no, I know what it was. I know what it was. Son I know what it was. Bitch. I had to railroad you. I literally just forgot it again. You're not. I literally you're not just kidding. forgot it again. You're not kidding. I'm not you? kidding at all. Oh, okay, now I remembered it. Are we assuming? <laughs> are we assuming that the cretins that listen to this show, who mind you, listen to this show where I just forgot the question twice? Are we assuming they know what the movie's about? Should we do a little like plot synopsis? Well, I think we should lead them through it. Okay. A nice little quick thing. Is that that was your question? Yes. That's what I was going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to lead them through it. Well, we got there. Go ahead. Under Siege, it's a movie about a ship, a battleship, and uh, it's on its way to Hawaii with a nuclear payload uh, to decommission a bunch of them, I believe, a bunch of Tomahawk missiles. And, uh, you know, there's going to be a party that night for, I believe, the Admiral. Uh, the, the captain of the, the ship captain the USS Missouri. The Admiral? I couldn't, uh, you know. Uh, it's a, very well spelled out at the beginning of this movie. Um, but you're just hanging out and Gary Busey's around. You're like, whoa. And so they're setting up a surprise party. And a lot of it revolves around our good pal, Steven Seagal. He's just a cook. He's just hanging out with other cooks. Oh, he's cracking wise at the, uh, you know, uh, I don't even know. Like the people who come down to give him shit. Uh, what do you, you know, we got to have that, uh, that dinner, you know, because it's, oh, you make such a great bolognese and my birthday's tomorrow. And they're like, you're not going to be cooking that for him. We're, we're setting up for a surprise party. And he's like, I'm the only one who cooks for the captain. He just does that. And again, Steven Seagal, not fat yet. He was, he was really starting to touch on that, though, in this one. He had he was, a tank top on. It was tight. <laughs> it was it was a little tight around the midsection. It also this movie started the trend uh, in later Steven Seagal, especially all his direct to video stuff, where mm-hmm. he had to start casting his superiors as much much older than him to make him seem believable as like a young gun because he was like not a young man when he <laughs> how, got into movies. Do you know how old he was during Under Siege? Under Siege came out in ninety two, uh-huh. and Seagal was born in fifty two. Wow, so he was already... He was 40 years old. He was already 40 years old. So they had to cast the captain of this ship as like an 80-year-old man. And he's wearing cardigans (laughs) and talking about nodding off to a good novel. They're bringing in some like whore to like have sex with him on his birthday. And he's just like, oh, no, I'll probably have my Metamucil and go go down for my evening. I remember when I would have enjoyed this. Um, But so obviously they bring in Tommy Lee Jones. He's the entertainment and oh, he's a bad guy, and he takes over the ship. They shoot the captain, and uh, for what? What? What does he get? Oh, uh, Steven Seagal gets into an argument with Gary Busey, punches him in the face, so they lock him in a freezer instead of taking him to the brig. Yeah, because Gary Busey's just constantly running his mouth, and then spoiler alert, he's in on this whole plot that Tommy Lee Jones and the other uh, bozos have going on. These mercenaries. Yeah, and he shoots uh, the captain while wearing drag, and uh, which again, I don't know why they included that scene. Where he's like, 
Like, oh, here's a present for the guy. And he like dresses up as a woman and, and runs around for a second and then goes and shoots. Like, I'll tell you why. <laughs> because Gary Busey went to the director and was like, you know what I think would be fun for this scene? Is this pre or post head wound Gary post. Busey? Oh, so this, this is, is post. Oh, really? For okay. sure, yeah. Because I'm pretty sure that happened in like the 80s it's where he fucking fence crashed post teeth. Yeah, every time he smiles, you remember to reseal your deck. He's just in there like, I have a great idea for the scene. When I'm d- the admiral, when I'm pay- or the captain, when I'm paying tribute to him, what if, to show my loyalty, I ate an entire pine cone in front of him? <laughs> Watch, I'll do it for you now. No, Gary, Gary, no, no, no. I just wish they had that somewhere in a deleted scene. Just Gary Busey <laughs> eating a pine cone. Bad as a hatter, standing on the side of the boat, just crunching into a <sighs> pine cone. <sighs> what are you doing over there, Captain? They call them Appalachian apples. <laughs> Come have a bite. And then they were like, Gary, what would your second choice be? And he goes, I don't know, dress and drag or something. So it's a weird. So it's exactly what you would think. If you've ever seen a Steven Seagal film, um, you know, it's, it's just exactly what he gets himself out of the, the freezer and takes down the guys who were sent to kill him. And, uh, you know, does some great knife stuff and gets some guns and runs off and meets, runs into the girl, you know, the one girl on the entire ship. Let's talk about that, too, because this woman gets flown in. Yes. On a helicopter full of the, the mercenaries and caterers. Everyone, the mercenaries are described as, are disguised as caterers and members of a band. Yeah. And they take over the ship surprisingly quick. Uh, instantaneously. But they've got the girl with them and Gary Busey at one point. She's like, oh, my God. I'm so seasick. And he goes, ah, take these pills. You'll feel better. She takes like five of them. And they were either Dramamine and she just OD'd on it. Or Gary Busey was like, yeah, I'll put some kind of sedative in here. And she didn't overdose and die yeah, waiting some, inside of the cake. Yeah, gave her some forget-me-nows. <laughs> yeah. And so here's my question. How did she get into the cake? Uh-huh. That's a great question. Did she fall asleep in the cake? Like, they're like, okay, great. You took these drugs? Get in the cake, sweetie. But if and you're they just seasick, shoved her in the, like, what is that? Yeah. Because if you're seasick, do you, like, while you're still seasick, get inside of a tiny paper machine? I would have loved that way more if, like, when she finally bursts out of the cake. Uh, and again, everyone around her is dead, and she's just doing this dance with her eyes closed. If she just, <laughs> just like, threw up on herself. On herself. <laughs> she takes Here her I boobs am. out, because oh, she so takes sorry. her boobs out in the movie. Yep. So as soon as they come out, she just, <laughs> yeah. just spits up I would have loved over it. herself. It would have been way better continuity for me, personally. <laughs> um, so naturally, I mean, I don't even know. We're, we're starting to run out of time here. we only got, like, three minutes left to talk about the film. Do you think that he saves the day? Because he does. I mean, he technically saves the day, but I think I was telling you my theory is Tommy Lee Jones is the hero in the show. Yeah, well, because we find out Tommy Lee Jones is basically like a, a CIA asset who's like really good at infiltration and like, I, he's just like he's a killer. And he's, then the CIA decided he was a loose end and they sent people to kill him. Yeah. And now he wants revenge and he's going to sell these warheads ostensibly to move somewhere and sleep with one eye open for the rest of his life. I really don't like... Well, because basically they... they make hint that he's stolen a North Korean sub. Yes. And, and he's full, full of mercenaries who are Russian and Italian uh, for <laughs> some reason. so fucking great. And uh, 
So there's that happening, and they're on the way to unload some of the missiles from the ship, which they can sell. They're going to make $200 million for some reason, even though we know that these missiles are all nuclear warheads, so they'd be... It's like, it's bill, like even in the 90s, it would have worth, worth billions of fucking dollars. Like, what do you do with your $200 million? I'm like, what? Do, what is... like? Anyways, that's that was a pet peeve of mine. Uh, but so that that thing's coming to pick the stuff up and uh, then they've also got some set to launch at Hawaii for some reason. Well, yeah, he just, I think when he realizes the jig is up and the submarine is gone and he's basically got no leverage anymore, he's just going to blow up Honolulu yeah. to prove a point. Because the thing is, he as a character had the most backstory out of anyone in this movie. Sure. And it's a very understandable reason why he would be pissed off. Which is why I said Tommy Lee Jones is the hero in this movie. <laughs> yes, he's trying to like, st- you know, steal warheads and kill a bunch of people and make money off of it. But well, I like, understand like, more about these, him taking these nuclear warheads for the people. <laughs> it's not. I don't think that's the case. These are going to get clean water in Flint. That's what I'll exchange these and for. Listen, they gave Steven Seagal's backstory like a whole thirty seconds. Look, he he's an expert at martial arts and explosives and weaponry. And you just, Gary Busey has a relationship with this guy and knows none of that. Yeah. Because I vetted everybody, but the captain kept his file hidden away. Which, wouldn't that immediately make you go, that's something's fucking weird about that. Yeah, about the I gotta cook. find out who yeah. this Casey Ryback is. He punched someone, so now the only thing he can be is a yeoman or a cook. <laughs> Listen, I'm still saying, this is my favorite Seagal film of all time. I love Under Siege. I think it's a great action film in general, period. Um, it, it follows all of the great classic tropes. I think they're built from, you know, uh, movies like Under Siege. The whole, like, we don't know who this guy is, but there's something about him. Oh, look, he's just the lonely nobody, but he's saving the day. Who is this guy really? Oh, he's a professional. You didn't tell me he was with Special Ops. It seems like a lot of it was lifted to, like, make comedy and Dumb and Dumber, you know? These guys are, like, you know, these idiots roll across. These guys are pros. Yeah. Like, it's very much kind of lends itself to that sort of thing, I think. I love it. I love every minute of it's it. It's a super over-the-top movie. I love the fact that... Tommy Lee um, Jones is great. Oh, oh fuck! fuck! 